Hey! Do you like teen dramas? Do you like teens? Do you like watching TV shows? If you do, you might like watching The O.C. So give it a try, and you can listen to us in podcast form on The Bro C. We talk about flip phones. We talk about tube tops. We talk about things from the early 2000s. We talk about people smooching other people. Ooh, and great, great music. Yep. So hey, listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud here on the Nerdist School Network. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. It's Monday. What time is it in Mexico? What are you doing? Uh, calling Cordelia? Why? Why? We're not going to ruin Cordelia's holiday. (laughs) That sounded slightly insane. Angel puts the receiver back into the cradle. Angel, don't you think she'd want us to call? Shouldn't we tell her what happened? Maybe she could help. No. The madness and panic and grief that's been lurking just under the surface has crept a bit into Angel's voice. He stares at Fred. She stares back. (laughs) Angel! She'll be back soon, and when she does, she'll she'll have presents. For Connor. <coughs> and he's gonna be here, so she give him to him, okay? Tears are running down Fred's cheeks now. She nods. In fact, she thinks having Connor back and playing with toys is a very good idea. She'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> a beat. Angel might realize how all that sounded. A very uncomfortable strained silence in the room. Just ever so slightly wide-eyed, he looks to the mess around him. I'm sorry. No. This isn't working. Look, just forget all this. I gotta go. And he turns and goes, just like that. <laughs> okay, this transcript <laughs> is a little bit more... This is so much. And what we dropped is almost every line had an adverb. Yes. Like, almost every line. Also, okay, Fred, some of the directions are venturing. Oh, the pain. Choking just a little. Fred. In parenthetical, pardon me? Fred, startled. Angel, accusatory. Also, I I feel like this person that wrote this transcript wanted to be a novelist. Maybe they are already. Maybe they are now. like, what a wonderful treat for me to be able to use my skills in this this event. It's like a step. It's like maybe you're dipping your toe before you write fanfic. Because you're like, you're writing fanfic of a thing, but you're actually not creating any new parts. No. You're just... Describing the parts. You're practicing your descriptions of the characters. Uh-huh. Good for them. I hope they have a wonderful career on AO3. Yes, that is the best that could happen for them. They get top kudos. Yeah, T- kudos. <laughs> you got snaps from us. Uh, honestly, I hope they're listening. I do. Hi, friend. Hi. We enjoyed your color commentary. Yeah. Um, from we, It was hard to pick scenes from this since we... Oh, uh, we t- are talking about forgiven and double or nothing this yes. week um but from these two episodes there's not a lot of like the hammy two-person scenes that we usually like to pick yeah it's mostly hammy monologues yeah hammy monologues like i was gonna do the gun fred break breakup but then i was like one gun is so mean he's so mean and two she doesn't get to say anything no <laughs> she's so, just like what why you me dating. broken up Skinny? <laughs> he feeds her so much. I, I think he's officially a feeder. I think he's officially a feeder, especially because his insult to her is that she's, she's a too skinny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's insane because, like, his idea of a perfect date with the woman he loves is wake up, breakfast, 
Dodger dogs. Oh my God. He's too much sodium. I was getting a racing heartbeat just thinking about that. Oh my God. There was so much food. And it was like, yeah, I get why she's tired of this. Yeah, I'd be too. She's like, you take me to the pier and we get funnel cakes. It's like, no, it's too much. It's too much. And he's trying to feed her again. It's like, girl, I think this guy has a problem. Yeah. You guys need to talk about this. What do you think about the IRL? Mm. Someone calling you and then showing up. Is that cute? Or has television ruined it in movies? I guess it would depend on the relationship. Uh, are you married? Hold <laughs> on. So like, he lives there? Yeah. Okay, if he, if the other person lives there, it's it's just strange. <laughs> okay, but like maybe they're on a business trip and they come home a day early yeah. and that's how they... I think if it's how someone surprises you. Yeah. But it has to be somebody you're okay with a drop by. That's the thing. Okay with a drop by? I'm here to surprise you. Which I think like an LDR or like long distance relationship. Yes. For those listening, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> um, but like, or like you're on a business trip and you get home a day or like a, if it's a surprise, if it's something cute or like mm-hmm. you're surprising your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's cute. But if you're. Oh, ju- I surprise my parents all the time. They love it. Do you just surprise them or do you call them and then you're like, <laughs> I'm outside the door. I've done that. Yeah. I've done both. Yeah. I, um. Or I've done like a, a just leaving now. Sorry, traffic was crazy, and then immediately walking through the door. That's very sweet. And then they're just like, ah. I think it's you have to know your audience. I think Gunn did the right thing in his. Movie. Oh yeah, because she loves it. I do think the like, oh, I guess I don't need this anymore. Moment. We don't need that. Everyone that was knows. Terrible. Just hang up. Just hang up. That would be the perfect thing, right? He comes in and she's like, ah, and hangs up. He hangs up. Done. But and like then, to be like, oh, is he more handsome than me? Um, he all of that me. banter is useless. Also, they wake up, and what do they talk about first thing in the morning? What he's wearing. Is that is that like a normal couple thing? I think to guess no. what each other are wearing first thing in the morning? No. Because she, she hasn't gotten out of bed. Like, it is early for her. Yeah. No, that's pretty weird. <laughs> Especially because, like, she's just, wo- she's woken up from a, like, mid-REM cycle. Yeah. For him to be like, guess what I'm wearing. <laughs> and it's not even like he's wearing a shirt she bought him. Mm-mm. Or he's wearing... What, something that like has meaning. Does, do you think it's a dig that he has like no clothes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other thing. Is like she's like I always get it on the sec- by the second try. It's like that is sad because we we've seen his house. Yeah. It's so we sad. know he's wearing the boots that are on his feet when he sleeps. <laughs> I mean, I do like I, I feel like couples get into like uh like weird pointless yeah. things that they do because like I'll do a thing when I'm leaving uh recording uh-huh. late at night. Um, sometimes I'll call Micah and I'll make him guess where I am driving uh-huh. and it's always wrong. Yeah. And it's just me going, no, no, <laughs> no. And he's like, okay, I mean, I don't even know. Are you on, are you even on Sunset? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's guessed literally every single intersection. That's amazing. And like, it's just because I feel like, you know, being a shithead. Yeah, so. no, that's cute. So I guess this is their cute thing. And you know what? It's not eating. So <laughs> I'll take it. Anything that we can get where it's like not centered around just stuffing food down Fred's throat. Because he doesn't seem to eat. He doesn't. That's weird. Yeah. He's a feeder. He's a feeder. For sure. Get that on the open then. Yeah. Just talk to her about it. See if I she's mean, into it. I think the show is as progressive as Whedonverse can be in some things. I don't know that they were ready to put feeders on television. <laughs> right? Like I think. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Adult babies? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Though the episode of if they did an episode of Buffy with adult babies, it would be really funny. If she just went into the wrong place and she's looking for a demon and she would just be like, and it's Clem in a diaper. Yes. <laughs> um hmm. Hmm. That's why you needed that bottle. You know what? I feel like they could do an adult baby thing on Angel. Angel seems like more of a home for that than Buffy. We've seen what they do when they're trying to do sexy. Remember that brothel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they can handle kinks. <laughs> yeah, because it was just like jumping on a bed. Jumping on a bed. And red light. And red light. <laughs> and uh, a guy who, there was a guy tied up. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so Gunn is definitely a feeder. Yeah. But you know what? He and Fred are in love. They're in love, love. They're fully, they're in it. Mm-hmm. Though I don't think she said it yet. No. But that's what's happening. Yeah. And the betrayal of Wes kind of even further, like, pushes them together to be on the same team. Yes. And so it's been a little bit since we've recorded. And so I kind of forgot, like, where exactly we were Mm -hmm. with the Wes story. Like, I didn't remember. Like, I knew he got his throat slit for sure. Yeah. But I didn't know if, like, the next time we caught up with him, he was, like, in the hospital or somewhere else. So I forgot that the reason why he's not picking up any of their phone calls yeah. is because he is dying in the park. Yep. Is it, it's near his house, though, because they walk right by him. Yeah. So it's like the park outside his house. And I think he's just right there. Um, so, like, yeah, it's also it's also that, like, dramatic or that irony or whatever where he, the, if they had hung out for 15 seconds, mm-hmm. they would have heard the phone ring. Mm-hmm. Because it's not even on silent. No. Because we see it. Yeah. hear it. So, like, if they had just been standing 20 yards closer mm-hmm. to the door, they would have heard. <laughs> what if they were, like, on the phone, like, hold on, we got to move because that ringing of that phone <laughs> is, like, I can't hear what's happening on the phone. It would have been funny. Um, um, missed opportunity. They would look super dumb. <laughs> they would. <laughs> um, but, so, we kind of get the idea that we learn, everybody learns basically uh-huh. that it was a prophecy. Yeah. And the first people to learn it are Fred and Gunn. Yes. And, and going through the trash where he's, where Wesley has tossed all his journals, <laughs> which makes no sense. Like, Why? If you're going to get rid of them, burn them mm-hmm. or leave them in your home where they're safe. Mm-hmm. Why just the trash? That's so weird. I mean, I guess maybe he thought no one would check the trash. Okay. I mean, he was in a hurry. It's true. Yeah. But like, even why destroy them? Like, just leave them. Leave them there, and then the angel team could use them. Yeah. Like, burn the paper that says father kills son. Well, maybe he thinks that Angel would go after Connor, and then that would just be like... But burn that paper. Yeah. Just and then, leave everything Because, like, else. all of the other journals are going to be useful for the team. Yeah. It's true. But all that said, Gunn and Fred find the journals. Yeah. They figure out the prophecy. And I did also appreciate this, like, non-waste of time thing where uh, Angel's, like, you know marching around and uh fred is like angel i have something really important to tell you and he's like i'm busy i'm busy and she just is like says the yeah she, yeah i was like thank god we don't yeah. have him walking out i no. hate that when mm-hmm. they're like i'm too busy and just walk away and the person's like i couldn't tell them what a waste of time yeah i'm glad they didn't do that yeah um they do so did that homeless guy call the ambulance i think so i think he dragged him to a shadier spot. Well, because he figured out that because he, the guy had because Wesley had money in his pocket, mm-hmm. he figured out. Oh, the guy. Oh, he even says it, doesn't he? 
I think he mutters something. He's like, oh, they weren't, this isn't a mugging. Yeah. <laughs> something, something, yeah. something like in case you didn't figure it out. And so he hides Wes's body. Mm-hmm. And then later you hear ambulances. And I couldn't remember if we like see. I didn't anything. see it. But like, I feel like when they're in the trash, mm-hmm. you hear an ambulance. But maybe that's just outside Wes's house all the time. <laughs> I think if something's happening in the sound, it's probably on purpose. And so that yeah. was the, that ambulance. Which I guess it was a nice like crop like trick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just yeah. seemed like you made you made us think one thing, and then another thing was true. I mean, that's what this show does. Well, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> also, Angel goes upstairs to draw a picture of a demon. Yeah, so pretty. <laughs> He's such a good drawer. He loves drawing, but he also likes his private time when he draws. Yes, he does. Because that's like a, it's a very cathartic thing for him to draw. Um, There's one line in this that I'm like, y'all think we didn't watch Buffy. When he says, I've never heard any, I would never hurt anyone I love. And I was like, you are a fucking liar. Well, and that's, I think that's like. But like, he doesn't say that and then go, oh, I'm wrong about that. Well, I think he knows he's lying. But like, how do you say, like, he's like, he could say, I've never loved anyone the way I love Connor. And I know I wouldn't hurt him. Sure. Too long. Like, we only have so many (laughs) minutes for this episode. Let's just shorten it. Because I think isn't that then that's followed by him uh, smothering Wesley, who even as mad as he is now and how as betrayed yeah. as he was, it is Wesley is part of his family. Yes. So I, you just can't have lived as Angelus no. so much and then be like, I've never hurt anyone I love. And even when he is Angel, he's hurt. He's a he's, he's hurt totally people. hurt people. He hears it all the time. <laughs> it was so weird to not have Cordelia for that first episode. Like, they address it, and the way they address it is, like, emotional. I cried, whatever. Yeah. But, like, it just feels like she should be there. Yeah. Like, she's missing. Mm-hmm. Also, it feels... I like it, wonder if you're going to say what I'm thinking. That it would be hard for her to do that scene about losing a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... You and I are both not are agreeing. Okay, I good. am nodding a lot. Uh, I was thinking that, too, and her performance was really heartbreaking there. Because yeah. knowing... What we know, which is that she has been gone for the past couple episodes yeah. because she was recovering from a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And then to have her come back and her first thing is about comforting Angel and telling him what his life is going to be back yeah. af- be like after this huge losing loss. this yeah. child. And she just seemed so tired and sad yeah. telling him this. And I, I think, I mean, we should give Charisma Carpenter credit, both like she's a good actress, mm-hmm. but it does feel really lo- like it feels intense. Yeah, and almost a little cruel to her. But, I mean, you have to have her come back sometime. Yeah, and I'm sure that they, I'm sure it's a coincidence. Oh, (laughs) I'm sure they weren't, like, interesting. Okay, we're going to have him be stolen. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I do like that Angel finds out that Fred and Gunn are dating because he's been so up his own ass. He has no idea. That's so funny. (laughs) I I laughed so hard. They've been dating for a while. They're in love. Yeah. He's like, oh, you guys are dating? Cool. Okay. I'm yeah. going to go torture some of this And I mean, even if you haven't seen this show yet, you see it coming that he's going to smother Wesley, right? Like that he's going to try and hurt Wesley. Um, I don't know. It does seem like it was, if he hadn't, it would have been unearned forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So like if you hadn't seen the show, you wouldn't know that the show is too good to do that. That's true. So you might just be like, and then when it happens, you're like, oh, like, I feel like that moment is very similar to when he locks all the lawyers with Darla yes. and Drew. And like, 
where because we know Angel will make if you threaten the people he loves mm-hmm. or betray him, he's gonna go. He will go berserker on you. And I loved that Wes couldn't speak, and he was doing like that actor. Um, what's his name? Alexis Denisov. Yeah, was doing an amazing job. Like he looked so heartbroken yeah. and like as if he wanted to be like, I'm so sorry. Of course, yeah. And then to have Angel be like, so you know I'm not Angelus right now, right? So you know when I tell you I'm Angel that I will like fucking kill yep. you. And God, he's like drooling on him as he's like yeah. pushing him down. Like that was such an intense, so intense. performance. Uh, probably one of the most intense performances that we've seen by yeah. uh, David Boreanaz. Yeah. A good performance. It, it was, was really good. Really intense and sad. and <laughs> Yeah. Though right before that, when he says, has he asked for me? I'm like, why? Why? Why would he? Why would he? Why would he? Why would he? I mean, I know it's like the beginning of, and then that gets him in there by himself. <laughs> but like, has he asked for me, Angel? Do you think he's just pretending, like, right? Because he's trying to be all sad, sad, so he yeah. can go in, and they'll leave him alone. Yeah, I think he's trying to get alone in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It. I do feel like the Angel scene takes some of the punch away from the Fred scene in the next episode, mm-hmm. which is essentially a retread. Like Fred rejects him in her own way. I guess maybe it, they thought they were like tricking us because she was like kind of on his side about the yeah, but like that's prophecy. exactly what they did with Angel. I know. I like I, it was just like we did this exact thing. Yeah, it does cheapen it a little bit, but I mean, I guess it does hurt a little more because he loves her. Yeah, and I guess because she was the person that first found out about the yeah prophecy and like vocally said like he did the right thing mm-hmm. and was like trying. Maybe it's more interesting. As an arc for her. Yeah. Then as like a, like, oh, a, as a twist. Scene. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, she immediately was like, well, then he did the right thing, right? Like, he, right? Right? Like, she can't believe that Wes would do something I guess wrong. it's because, I guess I would have preferred, in, if we wanted to see an arc, that that was two scenes. That she visits Wes once and gives him the books. Then she comes back and she's like, I have to tell you something this is goodbye. I'm never going to, I won't see you, whatever she needs to say to him. Yeah. Because instead it feels like she came in that room with those books, mm-hmm. knowing that she was going to be cold to him. And it's too similar. Yeah. yeah, It's very similar. Right. So like, I feel like if it was two scenes that she comes back and she's like, I know I gave you those books last time. I've been thinking about it. I've decided you were wrong. I think, or, yeah, it would be, be much it. more impactful that way too, because it's like, that giving him the books is just another act on her part to try and like convince herself like he yeah. did the right thing he's a good person and then for her to have come back and be like I just wanted to tell you that um, it was all for nothing yeah because he was never going to kill his son mm-hmm. it was all for nothing and not only that but like this this is the end of mm-hmm. no one wants you around anymore and I don't know is it worse here's the thing it's sort of like a tree falls in the wood kind of thing is it worse to what Wesley did because the prophecy isn't true? No, because I think we learn, we we hear, I think, the, like, balanced point of view from Lauren who says, mm-hmm. like, he did what you did, Angel. Like, he did w- what he did with the knowledge that he had. Yeah. Like, how is he supposed to know that, like, some demon, like, flitted in between dimensions to mm-hmm. change a prophecy? I mean, I think the bottom, I think his grave mistake is not having faith in his friends. Exactly. The fact that he tried to do it alone. Right. Didn't tell anyone. He didn't tell Gunn. He didn't tell, I mean, he would have told Cordy, I think. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But I think he, I think 
yeah. Cordelia or Cordelia would have picked up on how weird everything was. Mm-hmm. I think not having Cordelia there made it easier for him to make that choice. Yeah. But the the show seems to make it worse because it's not true. It's like, no, it's not worse. It's not. It's the same. Exactly. It's like that was his truth at the time. Yeah. I, I don't fault him for something for being wrong. Right. I fault him for being weird and secretive and like not trusting anybody. Especially, and not to go back to it, especially because no matter what Angel says, he does sometimes hurt the people he loves. He is dangerous. So I, yeah, I, even though we're like communication, trust, I don't know if telling Angel like, hey, there's this prophecy that you're going to kill your son would have necessarily helped because we don't know how much people can avoid prophecies, right? Yes. But there is the thing of like, and I'm sure like. If it was a real prophecy, there'd be some ironic way that it would happen. But like, <laughs> the Connor is a human, mm-hmm. so there's really no reason that, for example, Angel could put him up for adoption. Yeah, and that would be reasonable. Like that's what parents do when they are going to endanger their children's lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a way to deal with it. Like there, there would be solutions. I'm just wondering if like. Because then I'm thinking, okay, then uh, the person that adopts Connor ends up being like a secret evil person and kills Connor. And then it's like, oh, the father did end up killing the son by but the fa- for adoption. That's not. Well, I feel like that could be some shitty like yeah. twist, like monkey's paw situation. Yeah, I think there is a monkey's paw element. But we already know the prophecy can't be broken. Prophecies. Mm. We know prophecies can't be broken. Right. So right. really we should blame, who was it that he went to go talk to? Oh, when you tra- that uh, that big that, that hamburger, guy. the hamburger guy. The hamburger guy is the real problem because yeah, what? Because he's like talking about the prophecy that ain't even real. How come he got fooled too? Idiot! <laughs> I thought like, it was just a prophecy that got fixed. Yeah, unless unless it's so such an old prophecy that it predates Hamburger Guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean because well, remember he was going through time and dimensions, so he maybe he did it way way in the past. It's a or mess. okay oh because the prophecy was. That Connor was going to kill the, uh, I forget his name. Sajan. Sajan. So maybe, and the three things, Mm -hmm. maybe those three things haven't happened. Right. Because it was like. Because all he said was. He said the prophecy. He said fire. He said dripping, raining blood. Raining, raining blood. And and the earth will quake. Mm -hmm. So like those things, now that we know that that prophecy was BS, the three signs that Wesley took look trivial. They do. So and maybe, maybe we'll see this. I don't remember yeah, this series I don't, well enough. Like, I don't know. Because, like, yeah, a few drops of blood fell on Connor. But that's not raining blood. No. I mean, like, unless you're looking for it to be raining exactly. blood. Exactly. So it's still possible Hamburger Guy is right. Yeah, maybe. Though I would go smash that sign if I were Wesley. Me too. <laughs> Especially because now you have no friends. You have no family. That was so sad. It is so sad. He's when, got nothing. When the doctor was like, do you have any friends or family that could pick you up? And he's just, like, sitting there. His throat slit. He can't talk. It's so sad. It is really sad. And I get also, because I was thinking more about why he specifically chose to not include Angel at all, yeah. where it's like, literally, if if we look in the world of like shitty monkey's paw yeah. prophecies, literally anything Angel can do, if he's like doing anything either to save him or hurt him, will kill yeah. uh, Connor. So uh, Wesley's thought is to like remove remove the, that one common denominator, yeah. which is Angel. It still doesn't explain why he didn't tell anybody else, but whatever. Yeah. Because he doesn't trust people. 
I think he doesn't trust people. And he was bitter at Gunn and Fred. Yeah. Which is... That's a him I, problem. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing, like, if I were Wes, like, and I'm, like, in my house by my, my apartment by myself, like, feeling bad, sad for myself, I probably would be like, oh, it was my own fault because I was so preoccupied with some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I let my own feelings, whatever. Time to shut them all off. Yeah. But he, he could have called Cordelia. She would have come back. And she was that's, just on vacation. She yeah. wasn't... Whatever. I know that the show, like, it's it's a show. Yeah. But, like, it just feels like, I don't know. She was just on vacation. It wasn't like she yeah. was getting chemotherapy. In, right. At, in the Alps. Right. Also, like... <laughs> Interesting. I was uh, that like, felt so like a roll of the dice of like <laughs> tragedy. Or it's like things that you can't be pulled away from. I guess, or like I really should have said like she was getting treatment at like Mount like Sinai, a, right? Like she, it's or not like, like, an like outpatient or inpatient. Yeah, thing. like she was like doing something. She was at rehab. Yeah, she, which even that, um, which even that. I mean, it's the end of the world. Maybe you should fix it. Hold on. What are you saying? You're saying that addicts just fix it? No, 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 no. I'm saying sorry. Fix the end of the world. Then you can go back to rehab. Yeah. yeah so I agree. Just like be like, okay, just put that on Prioritize. hold. Prioritize. Like, come out here, fix the end of the world, and then you can go back. Not yes. fix the addiction. That's not possible. Yeah. Fix no. the end of the world, which is apparently more possible. <laughs> um, There were so many floppy disks in the drawers at Angela. Oh, my God. Floppy disks, uh, various papers. Mm-hmm. They are lost without gun. I mean, yeah. Wesley. Yeah. Where it's like, Yes, Fred, like, knows the books, but she doesn't read all the languages like he does. No. Like, he is an ancient texts guy. Yes. She is puzzles and tech and uh-huh. building. Yeah. So, of course, she's like, yeah, it's in that book, but I don't read that. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. He was an important part of the team. But Cordelia comes back in the ep- second episode, which is great. Yeah. It's good to see her. Um, We also have the, what are they called? The Holtites? Holtzians? Holtzians. I hate that they call him Captain Holtz. Yeah, he didn't earn that designation. It's so lame. They just seem so lame. Those, those uh, they are hands. lame. They remind me of the knights from Buffy. <laughs> they are or like the knights. Like, Ugh. They're just get away. It's so dumb. You're so dumb. Get away. Um, did was it Sajin who said I'm not your boyfriend to Justine? No. Uh, who said I'm not your boyfriend? Angel. Who did she? Say? I don't remember. Angel said I can't it remember. I wrote to this Justine. Down. He said I'm not your boyfriend. Go get beat up by somebody else. That was like angel. Right. You are evil. Right after. Yes. Okay, this is what reminds me. Right after, there was like a comment about Angel hitting Fred. When was that? Oh, I have to look at, I have to look at the transcript. <laughs> That's why. I was like, why did I write? I wrote it down. I didn't write domestic abuse. But there, it was underlying it. Yeah. Like, go get beat up by somebody else. That's so, mm. Like, Angel, I get that you're mad. But like, don't, don't fucking do that. I also like that how they have Justine have a flashback of cutting Wes's throat as if we've yeah. forgotten. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, I guess the actress couldn't show that she was. Thinking they probably about had it. like a take 47. <laughs> Knowing that she was supposed to be Kate makes me hate her more. Yeah. Okay. So in the previous scene, so in one scene, Fred is like, hey, there's a prophecy. And he's like, I don't have time for this. And then she just yells the prophecy. Yeah. At him. And then he's like, I've never hurt someone I care. He didn't even say love. I never hurt someone I care about. He's hurt so many people he cares about. I know. Both as Angel Both and, and Angela. It's like, that's crazy. No move. And then she, and so like, Fred's like, we gotta go after her. And then Gunn is like, we can't go. And then she like looks at him and he says, right. if he lays, a fig- he lays a finger on you, I'll have to kill him myself. Right. Implying that Angel would hit her? Basically, I think he, I think what he sees is 
Angel is so crazed with grief. Yeah. He's going to plow down whoever. Right. But but it implies that Angel's going to hit Fred. Yeah. Which I think by itself is not as bad as then. And then. When he says, I'm not your boyfriend. Find someone else to smack you around. That's what it was. I hate that. I hate it so much. I don't I hate that. Who wrote this? Ugh. A monster. Who is it? I honestly. Uh, Jane Espenson. Just kidding. I, I hope it's not her. I mean, I think uh, it's just so misogynistic. What episode is this? It's forgiving. Like, it's just find someone else to smack you around. The fact that we have our hero saying this, I don't care that he feels bad. He should not. You can be an asshole without being yeah. misogynist. Yes, you can. You can be like, um, I'm not your weird fucked up father figure. Go find someone else to treat you like shit. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Done. And I and it is a gendered thing, but mm-hmm. that it is. I'm sorry that it, it is. is. It is. Um, look, and it sucks that it is. Like I would love for it to not be, but it is. Yeah, I wish everyone just hit each other equally. Yeah, I wish everyone was hitting everyone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I think also it. I'm not your boyfriend. Find someone else to smack you around. Smack you around is a shitty term, and paired with boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's I just mean, a very like. What do you tell a woman? Who has two black eyes? Joke. No, it's one black eye. Nothing you have to. What is the joke? Oh, okay. It's I, two. Nothing you didn't have to tell her twice. Wait, hold on. What was the what was the first line? What do you tell a woman with two black eyes? Nothing you didn't have to tell her twice. Oh, I've never heard that one. It means you were telling her things by hitting her in the eyeballs, <laughs> <laughs> punching her in the face. Hitting her in the eyeballs it sounds like it's like a tiny little like uh I think shot. I've heard it like nothing you've already told her twice. Oh, that's what it is. Nothing you've already told her twice. That's no, what it is. Nothing you have already told her twice. Nothing you've already told her twice. <laughs> nothing, period. You've, you've already, already told, told her twice. Her twice. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sh- I don't think it's nothing you've already told her twice. <laughs> I think it's nothing. <laughs> you've already told her twice. Hey, misogynists <laughs> out there, tweet <laughs> at us. Up. Let us know what the correct Isn't joke it like, is. Oh, I think by Jeffrey Bell. Who I'm, is this? He's written a lot this season. <laughs> I recognize it because it's uh, a very similar name to my brother's best friend growing up. He was the showrunner for the final two seasons of Angel. Oh, so we got something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, we I feel like I say this a lot with this show, but like that's a fine first draft sentence. You know but, you wanted to say something assholey. Yeah, and then you bring it to the writer's room, and the writer's room goes, oh, no. This, this is re- war- yeah, You cannot do this. Yeah, this reads like domestic violence, and that's not what we want our hero to say. Yeah. And that doesn't make the writer who wrote the first draft a bad person. And but- it makes me want to be not friends with them, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think in your first draft, you can get things out, and then... Because yeah. he didn't publish it. No, I think I would err with, like, a bracket of, like, like shitty line about being whatever. Yes, but I think you you wouldn't. This wouldn't be the way that you would be because you're capable of writing something offensive uh-huh. because you wouldn't know. Yeah, like you you're not perfect. So maybe this is a learning opportunity for this person. Like maybe you put and I d- write, say this word too much. Maybe you said lame in your thing. Yeah, and then someone was like, "Is that really appropriate?" Yeah. yeah, and then you would like fix it. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you're a shitty person because you put that in. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you are a shitty person. I don't yeah. Know. I guess you don't want to have lunch with people who would say anything. Who would? And they didn't even say it. They just wrote it in a thing and had yeah, a character. And had a say character it. It's say a fictional it. character. Yeah. I don't like that it made it to air. Yeah. 
That's the thing. We're, and, and it's that the hero's saying it, and I guess I'm confused about what we're supposed to be thinking about Angel. Like, are we supposed to be like, like when he's saying that phrase, are we supposed mm-hmm. to be like, oh, he's so hurt right now because his son, I feel so bad for him. His son mm-hmm. is gone. Whereas I feel like instead, I'm like, Ugh, Angel. Yeah. Well, I think we're, and even the torture thing is like, he's doing that with a goal in mind. This is being mean to her. It's just like, man. And making a joke about her domestic violence. And especially because she like looks like she just got beat up. Like, it's like all horrible. It's so bad. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's not good. Because the torture thing also is not great. The torture thing isn't great, but it at least has like a through line to like, he's horribly, he's desperate. Yeah. And he has this skill set. And it, I think he's, he's been a torturer before. He's We've seen using, him do it. Yeah. And he has Angelus, like, he remembers everything. I think that's what it is. It's like, so part of the things you're remembering is how to mock people for domestic violence. Yeah. Like you're tapping into that part of you. Also, that thing that he's using to like almost poke Linwood, mm-hmm. Linwood's eye, it looks like, um, like a meat thermometer. Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? I don't know what it is. He found it in the house. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a letter opener. Or not a letter. Uh, the not Where you put it on your desk and you like put paper put on it. Receipts. That is what it is. Because he grabbed it earlier. Yeah, off the desk. It's like a message. Yeah, you can put a message receipts. or receipts or whatever. It's, it's definitely something that does not exist anymore. Yeah. In a post-it world, we don't do that. Also, it's like that's such a dangerous way to store paper. Yeah, but it reminds me of like going into your grandpa's office and like touching things mm-hmm. and like touching things that you know you probably aren't supposed to touch. Yeah. <laughs> but like no one explicitly told me not to touch the super sharp thing. Yeah. But it's really sharp. It is so sharp. Um, And then maybe you like do puncture yourself, but you don't tell anyone. You don't tell anyone because no. then you know they're going to be like, well, then how did it happen? And then uh, uh, whole door. Oh, my God. Once I was in the backseat of my grandparents' car and I I had never seen anyone use a cigarette lighter because we just didn't use them in. What I, no one ever used them around me. Right. So I pressed it in because, like, of course. Yeah. And then it was a oh, it was a backseat cigarette lighter. <gasps> oh. So I pressed it in, and then I pulled it out, and I was like, oh, it's red. And of course, like, if I had thought for one more second, I would have known it was hot. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, like obviously, but I didn't use the extra second, and I just like put my finger on top of it, <gasps> and I had like a perfectly round burn. And my brother was sitting next to me, and <laughs> just like what the hell. <laughs> And so then I just had to play it cool the whole ride. We got to my great aunt's house. So we were just like, "Mm," and it hurt so bad. And I was just like, "Mm." and then I played it cool the whole rest of the ride. I like, when I got to my great aunt's house, I like went into the bathroom and like flushed it. I think I eventually told them because it was like a big blister on my whole finger. (laughs) But it was like, I was such an idiot. Like it was such like, oh, I wonder what it feels like. Not even like, I wonder if a burn hurts. I just like, it's red. Let me touch it. I have something so similar. Oh, my God. Where I was at my grandparents' house. This is weird. Yeah. I mean, it's similar where you're just like, why would I do that? (laughs) So I (laughs) had this little pencil sharpener. Yeah. And I was like, huh. Um, And it was a Snoopy pencil sharpener. Okay. I still remember that. And I was like, oh, I wonder how it works. I'm just going to stick my finger inside of it. 
And I stuck my finger in it and Aww. turned my finger and it cut my of finger. Of course it did. Ouch, and so ouch. I like yanked my finger out and I was just like, <gasps> I can't tell them that was so stupid <laughs> that I put my finger inside of a pencil sharpener. What was I doing? And it was, of course I was just like, I just can't yeah. tell anyone. This is your new life. And then so I like, I don't even remember how I resolved it. I think. Yeah. And then another thing happened too where I like tried to pick up my cousin's hamster and it bit me. Oh. And then I didn't want to tell anyone that I tried to yeah. pick it up because they said don't pick them up because they're mean. Yeah. And then I just pretended nothing happened. But I might have gone like rabies. Like, <laughs> when I was a kid, like we're just swapping horror stories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was, a, and when I say kid, I think it was like nine. Mm. Um, I decided it was time for me to shave my legs. My mm. mom was like, you're not allowed. Yeah. So I remember I stole a razor from her and uh, a little container of, uh, johnson's baby lotion that mm. pink bottle and so i'd lotion up my legs secretly i'd lotion up my legs and then shave with the razor and then to clean the razor because i wasn't in the bathroom because i knew i'd get busted in the bathroom so i was doing it in my room i would take my thumb <gasps> and wipe horizontally to like wipe off like yeah, whatever hair yeah. and lotion and then i'd do it again <laughs> i never i think i cut myself once yeah but oh, but it was like how, what i did that too i secretly shaved and then one time my mom was like did you shave your legs? And I was like, no. <laughs> They're just naturally smooth. <laughs> Which is like, okay. I don't know. Sometimes I wish I waited longer because stubble is annoying. It is. But I guess it wouldn't really make a difference at this point. No, the past is the past, Ryan. <laughs> but like it was, I really, I really thought I was like, I'm so, I'm like in fourth grade. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> it is funny, like the ideas you get into your head when you're a kid that you're like, I shouldn't tell anyone I'm doing this. Yeah. It's like the weird, like secret little yeah. things that kids do a lot. It's like you think you just have this little secret to yourself. Yeah. It's very strange. It is. But, but I feel like you, so much of your life is given to you. Mm-hmm. You don't, there's so many things you don't get to choose. Like just the idea, like you don't, for most of your youth, you don't get to pick your, what you eat. Yeah. Like you have a say. Mm-hmm. You probably get to say, mom, I like this cereal. I don't like this cereal. But like. You are not in charge. No. You don't decide when you eat. You don't decide what you eat. Well, it was like, I was just talking about this with my sister. Like the things that we just like didn't order at restaurants growing Mm -hmm. up because like it was just, a we just didn't order them because my mom was like, that's stupid to order that at a restaurant. Like it was weird. Like, so like we never ordered like cheese pizza. That's funny. Because my mom thought it was a waste because she only likes Supreme. (laughs) Okay. The worst flavor. Supreme. I Well, I don't do sausage. So Supreme sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, and also Supreme Pizza Hut pizza. No other kind of pizza. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So cheese Pizza Hut pizza isn't very good. No. But pizza Hut pizza is not good. very good. I hate Pizza Hut. My mom loves Pizza Hut. Would you at least go to the ones that are like restaurants? You get like we went other to the stuff. Bar- yeah. yeah like and pasta and stuff. And you can like play in the arcade, which yeah, I, that's cool. I liked being able to do that. But also like it was interesting or like spaghetti and meatballs. I never ordered it because my mom was like, don't order that. And I don't know why, but it was yeah. just, we never ordered it. That's so it's funny. weird, the reality you live in because yeah. of things your parents decide. Yes. Well, I used to order, speaking of things that you shouldn't get at a restaurant, I used to order grilled cheese. I love grilled cheese, Like, though. okay, but it is the easiest thing to make and is so cheap to it make. It costs 25 cents to make. Yes. And it's like, and my mom makes a good one. So it's not even like I have to go to the, <laughs> I didn't even have to go to a restaurant to get it. But like, I would order grilled cheese and uh, hot chocolate. Mm. And I, this was one of those things because, like, I'm a kid, so you don't get a lot of like opportunities. So for me, I would say, do you have first? I would be like, what kind of cheese is your grilled cheese? Because <laughs> I didn't like yellow cheese. Oh no, I didn't like cheddar. Okay, I liked American. Uh huh. 
Swiss if you have it. Yeah. Swiss, like, if you don't have American. I'm not interested in your cheddar, cheddar cheese. Do you so, feel okay about cheddar cheese now? I feel okay. I don't think it melts as well as other things. I mean, American is the dream. American is so where I go. It's gooey. And in terms of home cooking, it does not go bad. No. You can keep that for years. <laughs> yeah. You just, like, keep it until you have enough grilled cheeses and then it's gone. Yeah. And then you have to buy more. But, like, you don't have to worry about... There's no mold. Yeah. They're oh, pla- no. There's plastic. It's... And it's like a, it's a, no life can live there. No. So I don't want to, if I had to eat raw cheese, like put it on crackers, uh, cheddar, good. Sure, sure, sure. But like, yeah, if we're melting it, give me some American, give me some gooey. Yeah. Um, and if it had white American, that was like my, Ooh, that was my thing. That's so I'd fancy. ask what kind of cheese they had on the grilled cheese. And then I would also be like, do you have hot chocolate? Because I thought it was like sophisticated or something. <laughs> I'm just picturing this little kid, how cute. Do you have hot like, chocolate? Have, and they, in the summer, they would be like, uh, and I'd be like, do you mind? I don't think I would say, do you mind checking? But they would usually eventually, because I'm a kid, they'd mm-hmm. go check. So I think a lot of times I had like stale hot chocolate <laughs> that they like rustled up from somewhere. Um, with, the, of course, the whipped cream on top. Yeah. Because that's how they serve it. Maybe that's why I liked the hot chocolate. But I would have hot chocolate and grilled cheese. Yeah. Like any restaurant. Like, I guess if we didn't go to a lot of like Chinese food or like places that wouldn't have grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like that was my go-to. And then when I got older, my birthday, I got mm-hmm. to pick anything. Um, and I think it included going out or staying home. But my birthday, I would always have. And I would, my mom would make this. Because that's who makes the best. Mm-hmm. Grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Chocolate milkshake. Bowl of popcorn. Cool. Not air popped. Not microwave. But made in oil using the popcorn maker. Ooh. Which was a very occasional indulgence yeah. in the house. Because it took so much more cleaning and work. Yes. But, That's a good treat, though. Oh, man. That meal was like, <laughs> mm. like, yeah. yeah, that's good. We always had to go to, my parents are obsessed with coupons. Uh-huh. And we would always get this, you get a free meal at this place called Hoff's Hut. Okay. <laughs> on your birthday. What is it? Like, what kind of food is it? It's like a Caro's. Yeah. So. Not good. So the meal that you're getting is worth $7. But it so, wasn't it wasn't even like your special birthday one. It was like, oh, well, your birthday's coming up, so we gotta use this coupon. <laughs> so then we would go. And none of us really liked the food. Oh, but it no. was always just like my parents liked that you got a free entree or whatever. Entree. Oh no. I think you just got a free slice of cake. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane that you all had to have a meal you didn't like to get a slice of cake. <laughs> And they didn't even really like the cake there. It was crazy. That is insane. That's crazy. Mm. Do you ever do the veggie girl birthday one? Because you get a, fee- a whole free meal. That's pretty good. I would do that. Um, is it on your birthday or you just get it a coupon? Uh, I think it's like close to your birthday. Okay. So like maybe it's only the week of your birthday. Mm-hmm. It's not the whole month. Soup Plantation does that too. Yeah. Um, but I like when it's like a whole meal. Me too. And not like some appetizer or some shit. Do you, did you have Acapulco where you were growing up? Not where I grew up, but I'm familiar with restaurant so yeah. they used to have buy one meal get one for 49 cents we oh, would go a lot that's crazy <laughs> we went to acapulco a lot i feel like i would go now and get like lunch and dinner for three days yeah but it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> do you ever do the bevmo buy one wine get one for five cents uh, five cent wine sale i don't know it still seems like a lot of money <laughs> it is <laughs> wine is so expensive wine i'm is glad really i don't expensive. like it <laughs> i am glad that I honestly, if you give me a choice between wine and water, I just choose water. Unless yeah. it's like fun time, everyone's having fun, then fine, I'll yeah. have a glass of white wine. Red wine gives me a headache. Me too. So, because I feel like it just sucks all the water out of your body. Yeah, I would rather drink water, but I don't want to like deal with, I don't want to have a conversation about it. 
So I'll if you pour yeah. me a glass and hand it to me, I'll hold it and sip it slowly. Unless it's red wine, usually because I know it's gonna give me a headache. Yeah, but like, I don't want to have a conversation about why I'm not having wine. That's a bummer too. Like when I wish that you could just like if you're just not in the mood to have yeah. the beverage that everyone's having, that it didn't have be- to be a thing. Yeah, I think that's why I like when people and I go to fairly casual things. Like I don't go to a lot of formal dinner parties or anything. But like when there's La Croix. Yeah, great. Because then you can like, have a beverage. Yeah, then there's like an option for people who just like are opting out mm-hmm. and want to just hold something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Do whatever you want. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Do whatever you want, unless you want to put in a national television show jokes about people getting beat up by their boyfriends. Horrible. By the hero of the show. That's the thing that he's the hero. That's what bothered me. I don't care that he's upset that his son di- got. Not died, but like got pulled into an alternate dimension. Yeah, well, we don't know if he's dead. Right. I mean, the Cordy's right that the healthy thing is to treat it like a death. Yes, of course. Especially now that he's exhausted his options to like, yeah, to open that portal, do anything. Like he needs to treat it like mm-hmm. a loss, not like a mission. Yeah. Um, we get to hear almost the entire song of Gangster's Paradise in Double or Nothing. I know. I also kind of thought it was racist. It was a very popular song at the time. I guess I think they were setting the time. True. So like when right, they were like it's six years ago. Yeah. So I felt like they were because it because that song isn't like it's not like an NWA song, right? It was like literally a top. You could, it was you like a on Billboard. The yeah, it was like a very popular mainstream song, and it's no more racist than Gun is racist. But that's what it reminds me. <laughs> it reminds, it again, reminds me again that the character yeah. of Gun is kind of racist. Yes. So but but that song was like a. Yeah, that song. I love that we find out it's a truck. I did love that. I just, for me, I had like forgotten. You kind of forget that the character, because the character of Gun becomes less racist when we're just dealing with he him as a, a character. They treat him like a three-dimensional person yes. instead of uh, a kid from the hood or whatever. Well, right, because he was an archetype before. Yeah. And now he's, it's like, oh, well, now he's like trying to figure out. And I guess also still at the core of this story, it's that he's, completely fallen for Fred and wants to protect her. Mm-hmm. And this is a story about someone dealing with falling in love with someone. Yeah. Sure. Great. Um, but it reminded me of like what we first saw of him and how I was like, yeah. found myself wanting for what his character would become. Right. And then it was like, Oh, remember season one of Angel? Yeah. It was a little remember season one. I, the song choice didn't hurt me. Yes. It's called gangster's paradise, but it, that song was just like ubiquitous at that time. So yeah. it was if if they had chosen like fuck the police, <laughs> yeah. I think you know what I mean. Like I feel like yeah. if they had chosen something that was like this is what those rap kids listen to, but like Gangsters Paradise, like was was a very like yes, everyone was listening to it. Yes, it would have been it would have been as pop. It would have been as appropriate to like if you were showing a flashback to me on the bus in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. You could play Gangsters Paradise, and that diegetic music would be a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, I guess I just like I don't think it signifies. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the motivations of the person who made it. Me neither. But to me, it does not signify anything gangster. Coolio. I don't know Coolio's personal background, but I know what other songs he made. Yeah, too hot, too hot, too hot. Yeah, like he is a goof ball. But he I mean, is not. Street. I think that the fact that this song is called Gangsters Paradise. Okay, and we have this 
character who we have just gotten away from seeing him, like having him portrayed as a gangster. Yeah. He's the only person of color on the show. Mm -hmm. So I guess just for me, I was like, just because it does make sense and just because it does say, like it does, we're like, oh, I get it. This is the past. This is not happening right now. Just because it does make sense doesn't mean that it doesn't. Would you have liked if they just played an instrumental that was urban? No, because that would have been to me the same. But like they, it wouldn't make sense for them to play Angel soundtrack, right? If he, because his soundtrack wouldn't be the well, same. Well, because it's, yeah, because it's uh, Gun's soundtrack rather yeah. than Angel's because Angel's not even there. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. The problem is, is we're at the core working with a character who started out as a kind of yeah, one that, dimensional. I feel like the original sin is that. Yeah. And so I think that's why I, I'm like, like on the lookout for yeah. it because I'm just like, ah. You're using a song called Gangster's Paradise for the one um, person of color on this show who has previously been, like, portrayed as, like, just a gangster. Yeah. And I guess that uh, – it, it's just reminded me of that, I guess. And for me, it was, like, pulled me out of it because it's such a pop culture song. Like, I felt like it was a mistake to use that song. The song's too popular. That was another thing, too. And there were a couple songs in both of these where I was, like, licensing, licensing. Yeah. Like, it made me think, like, about the budget yeah. of the show rather than like just be in the show. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they uh, paid to license that song. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't think they need it. Whatever. It took me, it made me go like, oh, Gangster's Paradise. And then they play the whole freaking song. It's so long. So long. Like, and it was, yeah, it was insane. It was like him walking outside, him going inside of the casino. And at one point they cut part of the verse because I was singing along. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what? Yeah. I guess they, uh, there's certain parts of that song I love. <laughs> um, also, Gun says "walla," which is one of my least favorite things when people say. What was? What does that mean? When he, it means "voila," but people say "walla", walla instead of "voila." Yeah, "walla." Yeah, they say "walla." <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, that is really weird. I think it's like a thing that, like, when you're a kid, you know, back to things when you're a yeah. kid. But like, you think things are said different ways. Yeah. Like I thought spaghetti was buschetti. Yeah, totally. Like that. Yeah, but he's an adult. He's an adult. <laughs> and I think it's, here's the thing. If you want to say voila, but you don't want to say a French word, pick a different word. Ta-da. Ta-da is the answer. I think there you go. Ta-da is the answer. Very easy. It's spelled exactly how you say it. Uh-huh. It's kind of just non, it's a non-language. <laughs> what did you say? Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Open your eyes. <laughs> Glance at this tray. <laughs> <laughs> but it's almost like when people say Target, which I do sometimes. I'm not above saying Target. I've said it in my life. But like it's this like affectation like, oh, I'm using a fancy word, but really I'm not fancy. And it's like, okay, well, choose to be fancy or choose not to be fancy. Commit. No, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's like, oh, like I, I think I don't like like people being like borderline sarcastic. But it's not really. And then it's also like, I'm fancy, but also I'm one of you. Where it's like, I don't need it. Because I have said Target in my life. Sure. We've talked about this extensively on the air, I feel like. Oh, okay. We don't have to talk about it anymore. But I think that voila is the same thing. Yeah. It's like, come on. And voila. I can hear like my dad saying that. Yeah. And maybe it's a dad thing. You know what? I think it might be like a Midwestern dad thing. Dad thing. Voila. Yeah. Or you think you're being really funny? Yeah. There's a city in, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. There's this a neighborhood in St. Louis, or I think it might be its own municipality that's called Versailles. Really? Yeah. 
And I'm all, it's spelled Versailles. But like, yeah. it's so weird to me that like, like that is so Midwestern to me. I mean, even like uh, the the other middle school that fed into the same high yeah. school I went to was spelled Calle Mayor, but uh-huh. it was Cali Mayor. And they're like, oh, you went to Cali? <laughs> Isn't that lame? <laughs> oh, I just said it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, this is the thing. You're not a bad person. No, but I shouldn't use that word anymore. I shouldn't either. I went, I wish that I could have a shot collar on it. Because yeah. I don't catch it. It's out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. But I usually don't want to make a thing of it. especially Because, like, nobody wants to have a conversation with someone who's, like, policing themselves really out loud to them. Well, yeah, because it <laughs> takes you out of the conversation. It's, and it shows that the person's not really thinking about what's happening. Yeah. And also, like, yeah. But I, I need to stop using that word. Because it's not yeah. really what I mean. It's sort of like no. when people used to say gay. It's like, yeah. well, I mean, I'm sure some shitheads still say gay. But like, it just is like a, it's, you're using a mean term to I'm just mean bad. bad. Yeah, I'm using a. But like, okay. Yeah, so then slur to mean not cool. <laughs> what about like, because when I, and I, I actually like, because I got really good at not using any kind of like of that shitty yeah. language. Um, when I worked at this, uh, it was a branch of the Disability Rights Legal mm-hmm. Center. Um, people first yeah. language, but it's the one that's really hard for me is not saying crazy. Yeah, like that's crazy. Because, mm-hmm. like, would you say then like nonsensical? Maybe. I mean, I say cuckoo and I cuckoo banana worse. pants. <laughs> worse, worse. But I'm not talking about a mental illness, right? Because I'm not using. I'm not talking about that person i'm not talking about a person with a mental illness yeah i'm talking about it's wild that's what i mean i mean like a cuckoo clock is what i'm talking or a cuckoo bird cuckoo birds are crazy (gasps) oh see (laughs) it's hard and it's also kook but those things are like meant to talk about like a person that is like mentally ill i feel like kook isn't i feel like kook is a person who doesn't adapt to societal norms they're like a um, a village yeah a weirdo uh hermit person like it's possible a kook has a mental illness but i think you can be a kook without having a. am like a bit of a kook. fingers and thumbs i'm sorry i'm, I'm sorry uh all you're gonna finger some kooks what no fingers and thumbs all thumbs are fingers but not all fingers are thumbs so just because there's a coincidence yeah. with it, it doesn't mean that one is signifying the other yeah like squares and rectangles gray elephants not all gray things are elephants isn't that true about like any animal in a color yeah, but the people, like, that's like the colloquialism. Okay. I don't know why people chose elephants because they were just like, what animal do we know is a certain color? Elephants are gray. What else? Are, wait, but all elephants are gray. All elephants are gray, but not, not all, all gray, gray things, things are, are elephants. elephants. I've told you that you can go swim with elephants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to do it so bad. Do it. Yeah. I just got to get to that. Get to, I think it was India. It's somewhere in India. Get yourself there. I'll take a boat. It'll be a long boat. I'll see you in uh, nine months. <laughs> I'll have a baby by then. You'll have a what? A baby by then. What? Just kidding. Is this how you announce it? Surprise. Surprise. Congratulations. <laughs> um, voila. Voila. Oh my God. I hate that. It's awful. Voila. Ugh. Okay. We have a show that we watch called Angel. Yeah. A show that seems to be playing fast and loose with what a soul is. Yes. Because what would you say a soul is as explained by double or nothing? So double or nothing has two definitions, mm-hmm. I think, of a soul. One is your heart. Yeah, your your ability to love. Yeah. Maybe three things then. One is your future. Uh-huh. 
And one is the thing that we know Angel can lose. Yeah, which is completely which is different. Like the thing that keeps him from being Angelus. Yes, which is a different thing. It's a totally different it's thing. It's like it's like why are they using separate? the same word? Why are they using that? Ow! Oh, oh Kelly just hit her funny bone. Oh, Kelly, I'm sorry. <laughs> it made me so mad. The inconsistency in like the definition of the word soul. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Why did they not use? They could have said your chakra. They could have. I mean, maybe that would have been appropriation. But like they could have yeah, used any something. word. Your heart. Your, your heart. heart. I mean, I guess they wanted it to be sort of a surprise when we found out that the thing, the reason that he can't be with Fred is because he's falling in love with her. In that scene, they wanted like some dramatic yeah. tension. But like calling it a soul is insane. And also they have a definition. They're like banking on the like amount of real estate that the phrase sell your soul yeah. can buy you. So they're just like, yeah, you know, like sell your soul. Gamble your soul. There you go. Which they Which don't sure. flesh it out at all. Be- yeah. One and also the idea that this is a casino doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. So like, it's not, if it's a casino, then you like bet things mm-hmm. to win stuff, mm-hmm. to win money. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense if he bet his soul mm-hmm. and lost. But instead, he just goes up to a rich guy at a casino and says, I got something to swap with you. Or yeah. I, give me some money for this. Like, yeah. At an open table in the middle. Like, I guess, I guess you can just take money. But that doesn't seem like what demons usually do. See, that is the weird part, right? Because he's like, so this demon person mm-hmm. is doing a lot of things from this casino. Yeah. He's exchanging currency. Yes. He's, because he, I guess what gives, so does he give him the money to buy the truck or does yeah. he, okay. So he, so he's exchanging currency. Yeah. Souls for money. Yeah. He's operating a casino. Yes. And I think he's, allowing he's he's probably allowing different kinds of bets at the casino like not all money i'm sure like well that one guy got his eyes poked out but then also was his soul getting sucked out i don't understand what he's making the guy younger i didn't understand that and it's like (laughs) taking your future like if they said okay your contract is six years long at the end of six years we're taking see that was the confusing part but it didn't seem like that it seemed like you're falling in love so we better take your soul back we better let you remind you that but if he is but if it's already taken how could he fall in love and if, yeah, what does he, does this guy actually have on it? I mean, ultimately, everyone just rips him apart. Yeah. But like, what does he, ha- what power does he have over anyone? If Gunn is still free to fall in love. Yeah, because I would think that they would just take it. And then so he'd never be able to fall in love. Right? Because he, yeah. he made the trade already. Totally. But instead, they're like letting him hold it in trust. Like, it makes more sense if he came to them and he's like, I need my soul back. Yes. I'm falling in love. This person, I want to be able to give her my whole heart. And they said, no, you can't have it. That would make much more sense. <laughs> but that's not this episode. This episode is, they're like, go get him. So they bring him to soul, to the de- demon. They've got this like cockney enforcer. Is the idea that he's going to then go work at the casino and not work at Angel Investigations? Is he quitting his job too? Or just bringing up with Fred? I think he's leaving everything. He's okay. going to go, he's going to go let that demon put his fingers in his eyes and suck out his soul. I Which think that's what he was may saying. may kill him or may not. Right. He might just be like a soulless husk Yeah, afterwards. why did, I guess, so the years were to let him enjoy his, so I feel like the love part is completely doesn't have anything to do with this. No. It's just your time is up. That's kind of what it and, seemed like. And but meanwhile, then you're in love. He said, we see a picture of Fred. Yeah. Why are they looking at So then at why that? is she even an issue? She has nothing to do with anything. 
They made it sound like you can give your soul to someone like that you are in love with. Yeah. And it was like the, the demon's like, you are, can't give it to Fred because you owe it to us. So then it's like, why didn't he have to pay it up? Yeah. When does he pay? Does he pay when the truck dies? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it just like doesn't, it doesn't track. And the word soul has a meaning already in this world. Yes. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think they're just like, eh, it can mean a lot of things. But it's like, could it? Because I was confused the whole episode. <laughs> I was I was confused and sort of indifferent. Like, I cared. Yeah. Like, I cared about Gunn and Fred to the extent, like, it was sad when he broke up with her. Mm-hmm. I was grossed out by his feederness. Because mm-hmm. he was feeding her so much food. He was feeding her too much. And then I was sad when he broke up with her. And then I was happy that she saw right through it. That is nice. Like, she's very smart. She's so smart. And the fact that she was just like, no. And also that... Uh, everyone else is like, it kind of sounds like he just broke up with you. <laughs> Can you imagine if your friend was like, he broke up with me. There's something wrong. No. Like, or, or he meant it. <laughs> no, that's you don't say anything. No, you're just like, okay. You're like, um, that's hard. Um, I'm so sorry. Do you want to watch Buffy? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, you know what part I did kind of like was like how the, f- uh, okay. So I was getting this episode confused with, I think, a future episode where there's like a more advanced Vegas-y type heisty okay. episode. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be that. So when it was like 10 minutes left in the episode <laughs> and they're just coming in, I was like, huh? Um, yeah, this episode was not very Vegasy. No, could have been more. But it's okay. I, was, I like a heisty thing. I was okay that it was a little goofy. I just feel like they should have laid out what the hell we were watching. Yes. And then the confusing part, too, was like... So when that, so Angel comes, bursts in right at the perfect moment, yeah. right? And he's like, stop. How about this? Titular line of the episode, double or nothing. Uh, it, we'll just do a cut of the cards because we don't have time to do a game on this episode. We no. have 10 minutes left. Um, whoever gets the high card wins. If we lose, you get vampire with a soul, soul. That's pretty good. Which is pretty good. And gun soul. And the guy's like, great. So they do the cut of the cards and he gets a nine and then Angel flips it and it's a three. Mm-hmm. And I did like actually David Boreanaz is acting there. It was pretty yeah. funny where he was like, three. <laughs> he's like, come on, powers. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what the hell? I pretty much thought you guys were on my side. <laughs> but then, of course, Cordelia, who is tasked with uh, staking him. Yeah. If he becomes evil, stakes the dude's hand. Yeah. Which I loved. So dope. And he's like, be quick. And she's like, I will. Stabs the hand. Is that quick enough for you? Awesome. Beheading. Beheaded. But then his head grows back. Yeah. But beheading is my favorite strategy. Me too. Just Just done. Just do it. Try it. If it doesn't work, we'll figure something else out. But like first thing, cut the head off. Cut off the head. Cut off the head. If it's human, dead. It's vampire, dead. Most demons, Wolfman, dead. dead. Yeah. And if it's not, you'll figure it out. You've already like disabled it to a point where it's not going to be able to see you yeah for at least however long it takes until the head grows back and even if it grows back three heads like three heads is not that much more dangerous than one whereas if you cut off an arm three arms is more dangerous yeah unless the heads are biting heads but his head didn't look to be a biting no it wasn't a biting head um yeah i mean the end is a little bit like we figured it out (laughs) ha 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 we're a team yeah and then we have is the last scene the scene with fred and gun in the car is it the last he scene? Shows her the picture, or no? He tells her that it's yeah, it's a truck. truck. Which I don't know, man. <laughs> I wish then they had gotten a different actor to play him, 
and he seemed like a kid. Because, mm. like, he didn't seem like a child. Like, that's a child thing to do. Yeah. To sell your soul for a dumpy truck. Yeah. When, theoretically, he could, like, get an after-school job. I mean, he's 17, right? Yeah. So then it's like, okay, you're 17. I think it's, like, the same reason why people turn to crime. Because it's, like, you can get it in an instant. Instant, yeah. It just, like... And he's like, I'm not doing anything with my... Like, was he dumb? Yeah, I guess I'm not doing anything with my future. Yeah, I'm not doing anything with my future. Slash love slash soul. I think if they had just leaned harder on the time limit and not made it about Fred at all, mm-hmm. like he would still be really sad and he would probably still break, like all of like, I don't think his behavior would change that much, but they made it sound like him falling in love with her is the reason he's calling in the bet. But it that's should just it, be time. That's what I thought it was. I think that I think is what it was. I think that is. But like if they just it made doesn't it make time, sense. Yeah. then he would say, then Gunn could just say like flat out, I needed the truck to fight demons. I didn't think I was going to live to seven years. Great. And then boom, then it's done. That's and then so and that's much easier. sad and whatever. But like he didn't think he would survive the song. So, okay. Mm. But instead it's like, it's uh, you're falling in love and you're going to give your soul to Fred and what? Yeah. Meh. Uh, um, okay, I have a quote and I can't remember what it's from. Hit me. Okay, so Sajin, 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 Sajin says, don't do that. <laughs> and I wrote it down, but I don't remember why. Don't do that. It was it. Uh, I think it was in the confrontation with him. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what happened in the conference. I swear I watched the episodes. Um, he admits that he faked the prophecy. Mm-hmm. They get into a fight. Uh, Justine opens the gourd. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's that. She just says, don't do that. Don't put me in a gourd. Um, Also, when they're outside Wesley's apartment, Angel is walking around in the sunrise. I know. What? 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 What is the show? I know. He's a vampire. It's so inconsistent. It's so inconsistent. He's It's sunrise. Yeah. Like, the sun is up. He's standing under a tree with leaves. Yeah. So shouldn't he be getting just like spots of burning? Yes. Ugh, what an it's idiot. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I don't even it's bad enough he lives in Southern California. Yeah. Because there's no clubs. He should live in like Alaska. Yes. And or, then travel. Well, he'll he'll yeah, winter somewhere. Months, yeah. Or he'll summer somewhere yeah. else. But you could go to like Seattle, go to sure. a place where it's cloudy, Portland. Yeah. But no, he chooses Los Angeles and he stands at the sunrise. I was like, oh man, bro. Also. This was just like such a, this is such a nitpicky thing. Yeah, I love it. But so when they are doing um, their, so he's like, I got to get Sajin. Yeah. Because turns out we can't just open a portal to this place. It actually has to be like a ton of dark magic. Mm -hmm. And the only person that knows how to do it is Sajin. Right. So we got to make him corporeal, bring him here and ask him. So he does, he uh, captures Winwood. Linwood. Linwood. Linwood, Linwood says, fine, 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 whatever you want, whatever you want. Uh, uh, Lila shows up to help him do this yeah. spell thing. He goes and meets the little girl who maybe is the leader of Wolfman Heart. Yeah, or is like the evil version of powers that be or yeah. whatever. So she's, she's a little girl and she's mean. She's mean. Then, so they, they figure out the spell they have to do, which is like they put this pentagram on the ground and then they have to put human blood on it. Yeah. And Lila does this like dramatic thing where she like walks up to Linwood as if she's going to cut him, cuts her own hand. Yeah. Don't they have like buckets and buckets of human blood in the. Oh, probably, it's pig's blood that he's drinking. That's why. Yeah. Wait, did you think for a moment that Angel was drinking human blood? 
thought that he was getting it from like a transfusion place. Um, I don't know if you know this, but if Angel drinks human blood, he gets wild. He gets really wild. He gets really. If wild. you also add like his baby's blood in it, <laughs> it gets crazy. He gets really wild. He starts being really violent. He starts liking the smell of his son as a food. He starts like acting really sassy. <laughs> okay, um, I forgot that. Okay. Plus, not, it probably needed to be fresh blood. Not refrigerator blood. <laughs> not refrigerated blood. Not pasteurized. So, yeah. yeah. So, she drops her blood, and then Sajan appears in the street, and there's a car accident. Mm-hmm. And this is where the show wants us to think that Angel's about to forgive Wesley. Right. Because he sits with that man who maybe killed a woman. We don't yeah. know. With his car. But he did He did what he could. It wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. So, you're supposed to think, oh, maybe Angel's like... Getting some empathy for Wesley's position. And this is the second person that says to him, like, oh, I did what I could with what I had. Yep. And then he's like, hmm. Thoughtful, thoughtful, thoughtful. Thoughtful, thoughtful. Uh, kill, kill, kill. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> um, yeah. Have we hit all the high notes? Oh, yeah. Should we reread the transcription? <laughs> reread it? Is that what you said? What did I say? Should we reread the transcription? Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Some pretty infre- impressive things happen here. Um, yeah, I would be happy if Justine died. She sucks. She's like, so basically, she goes back to the what are they called? The Holtzians, and she's like, she lies. And she's like, oh, we both planned that he would run away with the child to another dimension. So now it's up to us to keep up the mission. Yeah. Even though she immediately kills the vamps, which is her training plan. Yeah. But whatever. She's like, it's now time for real life. Let's go kill Angelus. And by that, I mean, let's go attack some humans. I know. It's so crazy. I really, and I guess that's like the power of a cult. Yeah. But it's insane that these people who theor- who. Their whole point is they hate vampires and want to protect people from vampires. Mm-hmm. We'll just kill people <laughs> or try to kill people. I know. Like, come on, guys. Horrible. You have a job. It is not to kill people. But that's like, ugh. yeah, it's the cult thing. Yeah. I okay. don't like her. I don't need her. And I mean, I feel like she, I can't remember what happens with her. I feel like she's going to die just because now we have her like kind of feeling bad and I like she captures yeah. what's his name. Well, and she, yeah, she turns she turns someone loose. Yeah. I'm wondering if, like, she's going to get some kind of, like, redemption hero moment as she's dying. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I really don't remember. I seriously do not remember what happens with her. She could just disappear. I'd be happy. She could pull a Kate and, like, just disappear. <laughs> she could try to kill herself by oh, yeah. the phone. Yeah. And then, like, have the show be like, mm, no more of you. <laughs> <laughs> Packing up your bag. Yeah. Oh, Kate. Kate, Kate, Kate. Um, mm. We both just shrugged at each other. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, just, I think we did it. I don't think there's like much else, right? Oh, I did not like Lauren wearing normal people clothes. Um, Are you talking about his orange shirt? Uh-huh. I did not like It looked that. like something he got at like Old Navy. Yeah. It was, I was like, Lauren, you're too good for this. I know. It did not look like couture enough for him. Yeah. He... He has style, and I feel like it's getting zapped out by spending too much time with Angel. (laughs) (laughs) So we can close out with the transcript. Okay. Should we do the end of... Well, we should do the end of the episode. I can be Angel, and you can be uh, the 
uh, we can go from interior hospital at the very end. And you could be the person doing the stage directions. Because I feel like that's more. Yeah. Okay. Interior hospital. Wesley's room. Continuous. Wesley in bed. Eyes closed. If monitors weren't displaying his active vitals, it'd be easy to believe he was dead. His savaged throat and neck have been bandaged. There are tubes and IVs hooked into his arm. Angel crosses the room. Steps over next to him. Angel's POV. Wesley. Sense someone's presence. Slowly opens his eyes. Sees Angel. Has no fear. Just calm acceptance of whatever happens. Hey, Wes. Angel takes a moment. Stares down. I just... I want you to know I understand why you did it. I know about the prophecies, and I know how hard it must have been for you to do what you did. Wesley stares silently up at Angel. You thought I was going to turn evil and kill my son. I didn't turn into Angelus. It's important to me that you know that. This isn't Angelus talking to you. It's me, Angel. You know that, right? A beat. Wes seems to. Good. Angel picks up a pillow. That's good. Angel moves in close, almost lovingly. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. (laughs) We forgot. (laughs) He's not evil yet. (laughs) Okay, can I get it? Can I get a retake? Okay, okay, okay. Good. Angel picks up a pillow. (laughs) That's good. Angel moves in close, almost lovingly. Pushing on Wes. It looks like Angel is going to prop the pillow behind Wes to make him more comfortable. That's not what he's doing. He instead covers Wes's face with the pillow, smothering him. Interior hospital corridor continuous. Gun and Fred waiting for Angel. Gun takes Fred's hand, squeezes it, both feeling a little hopeful for the first time in a long time. <laughs> waiting patiently as, they assume, Angel forgives Wesley. And all the time, we're just lingering there. Tick-tock. Finally, lots of commotion. Two or three nurses, two of them male, rush down the hall, past Gun and Fred, tear into Wesley's room. A doctor follows close behind Gun and Fred, exchange a quick look, <laughs> burst into find. <laughs> Interior hospital, Wesley's room. <laughs> Continuous angel, pressing all of his weight onto the pillow. <laughs> Wesley's fighting for air. Angel! Monitors are going haywire. Beep, Pulse, beep, 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 beep. Pulse spiking. Oxygen dropping. Boop. Gun and the two big male nurses trying to pull Angel off West. Stop it! Fred is screaming, crying, and ad-libbing. <laughs> Close. Angel, determined to finish the job. Gun and male nurses finally managed to pry him loose and drag him away, kicking and flailing. You took my son! You took my son! Male nurse goes flying. Angel is back on West in a flash. A new orderly comes tearing in. Again, they get Angel dragging towards the door. I'll never forgive you! Never! I'll kill you! Gun and the orderlies drag Angel out of the room. Fred is screaming and crying. We hear terrible commotion outside and Angel screaming. You're a dead man. You hear me dead. And we hear more people <laughs> and someone getting thrown against a wall hard. And we ramp to slow-mo and all the sound drops out except for the music and maybe the desperate gasps of Wesley. <laughs> Close. Wesley. Alone. A broken man. Trying to breathe. Fade to black. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we ended with that. Maybe we just, this episode is just the open and the close. <laughs> we had some good conversation. We did have some good conversation. We have to end this episode. Yes. Um, oh, we're going to talk about what's next. Yes. And that will be, if you're watching Buffy with us, Normal Again in Entropy. And if, if it's going to be a great episode. Yeah. We have a really good guest. Yes. Uh, Joel Gelman will be joining us for that. Uh, he is a lovely, lovely individual. 
Uh, and we just recorded that, which is why we know it was a good episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we wouldn't say anything otherwise. I would never vouch for him. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, and then back to The Price and a New World. Which that's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. I actually don't remember what happens. <laughs> yeah, it might be a whole Justine POV episode. <laughs> the, rest, the rest of the series season is a Justine-heavy arc. We would remember No, that. I would remember that. For sure. Oh, fuck Justine. 